in relation to the issue of relationship and sex education in our schools. A new relation sex education uh, curriculum and syllabus is to be developed for children between 12 and 15 years of age at the early stages, I suppose, of second level. And this week we had the announcement being made and, and there is change to come down the line in terms of relationship sexual education in primary schools. But the curriculum itself, uh, you, heard, you heard the Minister for um, Education, our own Norma Foley, talking about the framework being outlined, not a whole hell of a lot of detail yet, but the framework being outlined for how the curriculum at primary school across all subjects, including a purported reduction in the amount of religious teaching time, uh, will be rolled out in our schools, at primary schools, over the next number of years. Now, a number of you have got in touch with us, kind of conflating both issues and saying that this is more of the reduction of morals and religious education in our schools and the promotion of other issues, the teaching about pornography, teaching about LGBTQ and trans issues, and a number of you feeling this is inappropriate or feeling uncomfortable in relation to it. Well, with us on the line to talk about this in more detail, we've got um, Sarah Holmes. She's a volunteer who works with Genspect. Sarah, good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks for coming on the programme. Tell us, first of all, what is Genspect and, and what does it believe when it comes to trans, transgender identity, I suppose? So, um, thank you for having me on. So, I'm a volunteer with GenSpec. They're an international organization who um, focuses on what is happening in the area of uh, gender. And specifically, I work in the area of what's happening in Ireland in terms of the curriculum. And there's a number of parents we, we work to see, you know, what's changing in the curriculum, what should we be concerned about, and, you know, uh, we get involved in things such as the... Uh, the consultation process that the Department of Education uh, would do when they're changing the curriculum. And then we work to kind of get those, um, help people understand what their rights are if they have an issue with the curriculum as it's done. And, and from that, um, have you been involved in that public, have you been submitting to the public consultation as part of it? So lots of individuals have the, the recent so the one that and, and sorry, so can I just get you to speak a little bit closer to the to the receiver? You're sounding a little bit muffled at the moment. Okay, can you hear me? Okay now. Yeah, that's a bit better. Yeah, thanks. Okay, no problem. Um, so uh, I suppose at the minute, the one that's very topical is the junior cycle curriculum, and that's been revised. The RSE um, section of that has been revised over the last um, number of years. The way it, it worked is. The, um, the Department of Education, I suppose they work with various stakeholders, various NGOs, um, and they revised the curriculum. Then they put the draft out last year for um, you know parents, organisations to um, give feedback on. And then um, what happens over the next few weeks is the uh, Minister for Education, Norma Foley, will sign off on the curriculum and it will be rolled out in schools. Um, so... I suppose at the minute the, the biggest concern I'm hearing on the ground from parents is the inclusion of uh, gender identity and the biggest problem I think that they have with it is within the new curriculum it is stated that everyone has a gender identity and that um, it is on a spectrum and I suppose this is a contested view because there are lots of us who feel we don't have a gender identity and you know it is you know, more of a belief system than, you know, scientific fact. And I think now a lot of parents are starting to question and, and read into the curriculum and see what is actually being said. And we're seeing a lot of people objecting to what's being said because it, you know, fundamentally is not something which is based in science. It's, you know, more of an idea of a concept, a very new concept. Um, and so now we're seeing a lot of people that really want discussion around this. 
the biggest problem I think is that within the political system there is uh, this culture of no debate so many of us have been contacting Norma Foley over the last year or two um, and there is literally a wall a stone wall of silence um, even in our local constituency I'm in, in Wicklow none of my local TDs will engage on the subject they, they, are, they have literally all signed up over the last several years as part of the, the national strategy to the idea that this will be adopted as fact regardless of whether we're yeah, happy with that but or can, not. Sarah, can you say, can, Sarah, can you say that in the fact that the, we haven't even been given the final detail of the junior cycle curriculum, the revised junior cycle curriculum yet? in relation to you know, what will be there specifically and what won't be there specifically. Um, we, we've, we've, had rows, we've had rows, we've had this row yeah. over the last couple of years, parents will be able to opt out and opt their children yeah. out if they're not happy with yeah. it. But we yeah. don't know exactly yet. So is it well, fair to say there's been a wall of silence from that point of view? Well, they've published a draft, so I can read you out sections of it here. But what, where the wall of silence is coming from is, you know, there was there was over 4,000 responses back in, and many, many hundreds of those were parents. Um, and the main, the, you know, the department published a, a report, and they said, you know, the main contentious issue was this um, gender identity aspect. Um, but any discussion around, you know, rectifying what it claims within the new curriculum, because it claims here, I can read it out to you, you know, students will learn that everyone has a gender identity and for some people this might be different than the gender they were assigned at birth. So that's very that's very weird because they'll say gender is not sex and they're different concepts. So we're now being told that, you know, gender is not sex but that, you know, your gender is different to your sex at birth. Well, you know, it's really, really complicated and, and also it's, you know, it's pushing this as, you know, fact where it, it, it really isn't a fact. You know, some people believe that they were yeah. born in the wrong body, um, but most of us don't believe that that's possible. Yeah, just, but just because most of us don't believe doesn't mean that the other side of it for an individual person isn't correct. And my point is, Sarah, on, on this and on this issue, what you're talking about there in terms of our politicians is an interesting point. Is part of the problem with the debate and what we're talking about right now is as soon as you start talking about it, people get very mm-hmm. exercised on either side. Yes. It gets yes. dragged into a culture war. People mm-hmm. are cancelled. People are shouted at. And, and I'm saying on either side in relation to the debate. So why wouldn't politicians run 100 miles Absolutely. from it? In terms of actually... Yeah. In terms, and it, my, my, my issue here with, with this and what the road we're going down now, whether it's... And, and on the primary school side of it, we're go- I, I can foresee in a couple of years' time mm-hmm. when it comes to the updating of the primary school curriculum relationships and sex education and well-being and that that whole space that will be into round two or round ten of this culture war is it not the issue and i understand i understand no if you just let me finish my point because it's an important one for listeners here Mm -hmm. is it not the issue here that way too much focus in an energy is being put into what is taught in our schools than what's being put into what is being taught in our homes, be it on religion or morals or sex education. That parents are offloading this onto politicians and teachers when primarily they should be informing themselves and using the best information they have and talking to experts about it and educating their own children in these very important matters. What's your reaction to that point? I think they're very, very good points. I really think you're raising some good points there. Um, and I think most most parents are not aware or haven't been aware that this was coming into the curriculum. Um, and I guess the key thing I'd love to, to, to talk about here is 
you know, what is the risk? Because people will say, well, you know, this is just about inclusivity. And I think it's important that, you know, I say it's, it's not about debating someone's existence. I think that gets used a lot, you know, if it's cultural or you're, or you're 100% right, or you're debating my existence. Nobody's debating anyone's existence, just like I'm not debating the existence of Catholics and Muslims. You know, people have different belief systems. The biggest problem here is if you teach that it's fact, right, and if you take very young children and you soak them from, you know, the curriculum to... Yeah, but Sarah, you're ta- Sarah, you're, Sarah I just sorry, you're talking there using language like soak them. I mean, that's a, that's yeah. a big leap for me from what's being proposed here. That makes it sound um, like teachers are going to be yeah. brainwashing children into a certain viewpoint, well, which is not the case. Actually, it's not well, going to be the case. And it's unfair to suggest well, it is. Okay, so when I look that, at that's part of, that, that's part, just, just That's part of the problem that we're having we start even trying to have this debate. The use of that okay. language. It portrays so like, an agenda on behalf of the Minister for Education or society mm-hmm. or official Ireland that somehow we're going to warp the minds of our children because we're upgrading the relationship to edu- sex education area. Yeah. So, so, maybe, so maybe I could just clarify what I mean by that because, you know, again, and I don't want to offend anyone, but, you know, if, 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 if you take an analogy, right, if you teach a young child, for example, um, you know, about Santa Claus or the Tooth Fairy or any kind of complex topic where, you know, you're asking the child to believe something other than, you know, what's material reality. The problem with the curriculum, if it, I think, and a lot of parents have said this, if it said, oh, some people believe this, I think it would be fine, right? And a lot of us would be okay with that, right? Because that's real inclusivity. Some people believe this, some people... But it's been taught as this is this is fact. You could be born in the wrong body. And and what people are concerned about here, right, is that if you tell very young children that it disrupts their natural understanding and their natural development and their own relationship with their own bodies. You know, it's it's not about saying, Oh, these people over here and um, need to be included and accept them and, and, and I think there's there's lots that should be done around tolerance, acceptance of people the curriculum, and I have it in front of me, I have the draft curriculum, which is about to be signed off, it says that everyone has a gender identity and that you, you are either, I'll just read it out, right? it says, you can be either a boy, a girl, neither or both, and you will not know, it does not become obvious until you are an adolescent. So if you tell children, and I have three children, if you tell a young child that, yes, the doctors, it says here, the doctors made a guess when you were born, but that you will yeah. find out that you are neither, you are either a boy or girl, but, neither or both. But that phrase very could be, children. isn't that isn't that isn't the statement of fact? The language is new is very nuanced. Like words such as may may are used. Well, it, it's pointing. It says that there are four outcomes that you are facing. It, it is a statement of fact. It says we all have a gender identity. You you and it says you will see yourself as either a boy a girl, neither or both, and this will not become obvious until you go through adolescence. And I'm a parent, I have three children, right? So I know that young children, if you sit with them and say, the doctor made a guess when you were born, and you might not be a boy or a girl, you could be mm. either, neither or both, young children will start to question themselves. And that's, yeah, but that's what's, wrong, what's, wrong with that, what's wrong with that questioning? I mean, should we be okay, afraid? Should we be afraid of that questioning with yes, the guidance of? And it's a point, it goes back to the point of, with the guidance yes. of parents at home who, at twelve to fifteen, should be having conversation with their children about this, as uncomfortable so, as they may be, to help them form their own view. So that's a perfect. So that's a perfect question. So here's here's my answer to that. There's two points I'd love to get across. 
statistically, when we look, when you look at the whistleblowers in Ireland, you've got Paul Moran, who is in the National look, Gender uh, Service. Yeah, yeah. Now, just let me finish, please, because yeah. I really want to answer your question. I know, I, I really I, in the time we let her, I, I'm not, I'm, I do not have no, the time to get into a detailed question. debate about what, what a whistleblower said, and we will, and it, no, we will have more discussion. That's the reason why we're having okay, this program. Let me answer the question. I, so the question yeah. is, it's really simple. Seventy-five percent of the um, people who are seeking surgery are girls, and ninety percent of them are autistic. So, if you put this idea that you're either a boy or girl, either or both, to vulnerable children, and many of us have children on the spectrum, there is a statistic coming out of the HSC that shows us this massive explosion of young people seeking and, surgery yeah. moments are autistic. And that's and your so concern. That's flag. that's that's yeah, your concern in relation to what? Yeah, what's happening that's on the ground? Concern. Okay, and look, that, that's a fair point. And, yeah, that's a fair Thank point. I, I understand the point you're making in relation to that, and that's something that will deserve more investigation and study, no doubt. If you have a view, Sarah, thanks for talking to us in the program this morning and giving us your view of where things stand right now. And we will await, and I understand what you're saying about a draft. We will await the full program as it comes out. It's due from implementation next September, September of 2023. So we'll be talking more about that, uh, uh, no doubt, when it does come out.